You're listening to the Brand Builders Lab episode 103 and today we're talking all about growing your business with online content and courses. Welcome to the Brand Builders Lab podcast. We're learning how to create an epic brand, find the right marketing strategies, and building your business is a constant evolution, classroom, and lab. Each week, we'll be diving into all things brand and marketing with special guests and solo episodes to help you build your business brand and big idea. Hey there, amazing one. So glad to have you back again this week. I hope that you've been enjoying the episodes that I've released. Uh, Some of them have kind of been off the cuff or something that we decided to do on the spur of the moment. So very much kind of flying by the seat of my pants at the moment. If you've listened to other episodes, you'll know that I always talk about the fact that I would love to batch more. And I guess that during times like this, where there's a bit of uncertainty and things are up in the air, batching would actually have been a bad idea. So I'm actually really excited to just be thinking about what do people need now? What can I be creating that's useful? And how can I share that with you? Now, today's episode is actually all about growing your business with online content and courses. And can I just tell you, I outlined this podcast episode back in like January and February. So it was always something that I was going to talk about. Uh, because I'm really passionate about it. I have had online courses now for about five years and it has definitely been a key revenue stream in my business. And once again, if you followed me for a while, you'll know that last year I actually culled a huge amount of products and services from my business just to focus on my online course, Brand Builders Academy. And so today, what I wanted to talk to you about is whether it's worth you considering or not. I do kind of think that during this time, which is the COVID-19 period, you know, a lot of businesses are pivoting because we need to work online more and we, we're we still wanting to work with businesses. I'm still buying from retailers online. So, you know, using sites like Shopify, et cetera, are really important. I actually think that a lot of retail businesses will go up during this time because people are at home and wanting to buy things online. They've got the time. But one of the main reasons why I really love online content and one of the reasons why I decided to start doing this quite a few years ago is that if you want to reach more people with what you share and teach, if you want to create a one-to-many model, If you want to improve your ability to increase your revenue, then creating an online course, workshop or membership is one of the obvious ways to do that. Now, even though I'm going to be talking about some of the key things to look at, if you want to create an online course, I'm not going to say that it's an easy option. But what I will say is that it is a scalable option. So what we're going to do today is going to be a little bit different. Firstly, I'm going to share why I think online courses or content is so awesome. I love it. It's been great for my business. Secondly, I'm then going to share a case study, an audio case study. It's an interview that I've recorded with one of my clients who went online and what her experience was. And you'll hear from her in a minute. And then I'm going to go through some things to think about when getting online. And I'm just going to say right now, it's not for everybody. You definitely have to have a certain mindset. You have to be willing to learn. You have to be willing to fail sometimes. Not all of my launches, not everything that I've done has worked, but 
I know what I want to do and so I keep going. Uh, And then also we're going to talk about the fact that just building online content is not enough. You know what I'm going to say, don't you? It's all about the marketing too. Yeah. Then I am also going to be giving you a free checklist if you want to really take a look at getting your content online. Plus, you can get access to the platform that I use for my online courses for 30 days free as well. So this is going to be a jam-packed episode. So I hope that it's really useful for you. And hey, hopefully you get to like take me out on a walk, get some fresh air, get some exercise whilst we're chatting. Hopefully that sounds good, but let's dive into this week's episode. Okay, so let's talk about the why first. So why create online content or courses or memberships or whatever it is that you're deciding to do. And as I'm recording this, online is really the only business that we can do in lockdown. But whether you're in lockdown or not, I actually think that it's really important to take a look at the online aspect of your business. Now, whether you are a photographer, copywriter, coach, whatever it is that you do, product-based business, I think that it is really important to take a look at what is it that I can be doing that obviously might be one-on-one, but what else could I be doing where people can just buy it from me? And it's something that's scalable, which means that a million people could buy it and it will not require more time from me personally. Yeah. So I think that this is one of the big things to really take a look at. And I think that right now, when this podcast is being recorded in 2020, to me, it's just obvious to have some element of your business online so that if you ever get sick, if you, if we go into something like COVID-19, if you want to go on holidays, whatever it is, you want to take a break from your business, you've still got an element in your business that can earn you money without you physically being there all the time. And I am not one to kind of be like, I'm sitting on a beach with my laptop. But in reality, (laughs) if you do have an online business or aspects of your business is online, then you could be sitting on a beach somewhere uh, and running your business. I mean, I remember being in Thailand a year or so ago and still doing coaching calls, which is a total privilege and blessing to be able to do that. But for me, I just thought, you know, something that's something that I want to do more of. And so I just want you to start to think about it's not about potentially having all of your business online, but it's asking yourself, is there an element of my business that I could have online that could be scalable, that could be earning me money without me physically having to be there? Okay, so that's kind of just setting the scene right now. So here are some reasons why I think that it's important for us to look at this. The first one is if you're currently working one-on-one with clients and you're finding it hard to make more money because obviously there are only so many hours in the day and you can't book people 24 hours in a day, then it's really about taking a look at what else you could be doing. And obviously we've just said having an online course could be an additional piece to that. The second thing for me is that I really enjoy the group coaching environment because it has a community element. The overheads are low than constantly having physical events. And if you know me at all, you'll know that I have run physical events for many years. 
and it's the marketing and it's the Facebook ads and it's the cost of the venue. So even when an event makes $10,000, at the end of the day, you've got so many costs coming out of it, plus all of your time that you've really got to take a look at what is worth it and what isn't worth it. So I think that's the other thing is that when you go online and you do group scenario, if that's something you want to do, then the profit margin can be a whole lot higher. Plus you get the community element as well. The third thing is, is that for me personally, I wasn't really loving one-on-one coaching as much. And so I found the group environment pushed my clients more because they had the group dynamic. And also when you see other people doing big things, you want to do that yourself as well. So that group dynamic really plays to what I teach and talk about. But saying that, I still do personal brand visibility and speaker coaching one-on-one. And I absolutely love it. And I actually think that that works really well one-on-one. And so I think it's about looking at what you've got and if there's some things that you can turn into a one-to-many or if there's things that you actually really enjoy doing one-on-one that you want to continue doing one-on-one as well. And the fourth thing for me is that something I really wanted to focus on was going global, which is a much bigger goal for me. Uh, And Obviously, I wanted to go a lot bigger this year, but I am still going to be chipping away at that. Even though it may not look the way I thought it was going to look, I'm still going to continue to have my Facebook ads running and growing my list and sharing content, whether it's paid or free online. So, you know, it's really about also knowing that you don't have to just have a local community or local clients. When you've got online products and services, You can have clients anywhere in the world. Like I remember in my first or second year of business, I had like three or four coaching clients who were in Canada and the US um, and one in the UK as well, which kind of blew my mind because I'm just like, you know something, I can work with anyone anywhere and this absolutely works and I can still earn money, et cetera. So I think that those are just some reasons that I really wanted to share with you as to why I think getting online can be important for you. And I would love you to have a think about how it can apply to you. But before we move on, I wanted to share this case study with Chrissy Davies from Chaos to Calm, who has been a Brand Builders Academy student of mine for the last year and a half now about. Um, And it's been amazing to see her journey of taking what she does online. And so I wanted to talk to her about that journey, what she was feeling, any hesitations and what the results have been as well. Chrissy, welcome to the Brand Builders Lab podcast. Hello, Sue. <laughs> now Lovely I am doing something a little bit <laughs> <laughs> I am doing something a little bit different today and I did want to include a bit of a case study in this week's episode which is really looking at how you move from a one to one or in person business model to a one-to-many. And the reason that I wanted to speak to you about it is because I know we went through this journey together. uh, And I know that some of my listeners might want to move to a one-to-many model, but they might have reservations, concerns, etc. So before we kick off, do you want to just give my listeners a little bit of a background on who you are and what you do? Absolutely. So I am a child behaviour expert. Hello, neon sign. Learned that in the Brand Builders (laughs) Academy, everybody. Um, And I specialise in supporting families and educators about understanding children's challenging behaviours. 
So had a very long and successful career working in specialist settings with kids um, with really extreme behaviours, lots of kids exposed to high levels of trauma, which they would bring into school. So, you know, I've seen a lot, heard a lot, and um, the core of my work now is really trying to share some of that knowledge and information with as many families and teachers as I can. Yeah, awesome. And I love that. And so when we started working together, because as you said, you are a BBA graduate um, and I love seeing my BBA graduates kicking goals. Oh, yeah. But when you start, when we started working together, just give us a bit of background on what your business model was. So how were you? Well, the truth is I I, I literally ran myself into the ground doing one-to-one sessions. There was such a demand for the work that I was doing. It's a very niche market that I'm in. Um, And, you know, I remember what I first started my business one of my girlfriends saying well you'll never be out of business because people will never stop having children and I think because I've got the educated experience I'm also a mom of two children you know I'm living proof my kids are my little guinea pigs I've you know tried and tested all my theories on my own kids and I know they work um but I literally was as a service provider almost Dunning. Like I literally was running myself into the ground and, and throughout the various stages of my business, you know, last year when I engaged with you, I was at the five year mark yeah. and I knew something had to shift. I just knew that this, I knew I didn't, certainly didn't want to go back to teaching, but I couldn't keep servicing and running my business the way that I was. Yeah. And so what were some of the frustrations that you had in that model? Obviously, you've just talked about a bit of burnout and just mm. you know feeling how you were feeling. But mm. what were some of the other frustrations around the way that you were working? Um, I think my own personal boundaries was something that you know grows and evolves as you're in your when you're in your own business and um, everybody wanted to see me at night. And because Mm. they didn't have to get a babysitter and I was driving all over Melbourne, you know, I was driving to country Victoria, like all these sorts of places because people were paying me to come there. So I was like, okay, I'll come. Um, And I think, you know, worked out very quickly. No one is paying you when you're sitting in traffic and no one is paying you when you're driving down the freeway, you know, to Bendigo. So I had to really look at my time and value my time more. And that was one of the things that you really taught me about, you know, is that the one, um, the one-to-one model, even though I was still getting great results, it really was not working for me as a one-woman show. <laughs> yeah. And then you've got to do all the other things in your business and you're a mom and a wife and, you know, all those things as well. And I think, you know, constantly remembering part of the reason why we go into small business is for a better quality life. And I know for me, with the work that I do with families around children, is I want to be, I wanted to be there for my kids. I wanted to be emotionally available for my children. And I, and you know, fell very quickly into that trap of um, being very emotionally available for lots of different people and servicing lots of different people and families and schools and then running on empty myself as a human being and as a mother. Yeah. So something had to give. <laughs> Yeah. And so when we kind of started working together, for me, it it felt obvious for you to go online and move to a one-to-many model. One, because you were driving everywhere, you were doing the one-on-ones, which I know you still do. So it's not, it's not that you've given that up, but it's really about also how can you increase the revenue in your business without killing yourself doing it. Um, But you did have some hesitations. And so before you went into this, 
and I'm sure some of my listeners probably are thinking the same, like all of these potentially limiting beliefs or just, you're just not sure whether it's for you or not. What were some of those hesitations or thoughts before you went into a one-to-many model? Well, I suppose just to reiterate too, I was sort of doing the one-to-many in workshops as well yeah. in that I was con- I was running a workshop a month, you know, every weekend, which they, was, they were amazing. They were selling out, but my God was I selling my soul to get those seats, you know, bums on seats. Yeah. And it was hard work, like really hard work, constantly on my phone, you know, pushing into Facebook groups, like, which once again is time, you know, all that sort of stuff. Um and I do love running the workshops and I love presenting like that. But once again, it was just really hard work. So mm. it wasn't that I, I mean, I was always open to the one-to-many model, but I think I just was really blocked in knowing how, Yeah, sure. you know. So I knew I had all this knowledge. I knew, I knew I got great results. I knew people love my approach and my philosophies. But you know, don't we say that in small business as well? We're the ex. I'm the child behaviour expert. I'm not the expert in marketing or you know, um, you know, understanding how to move to the one to many model in terms of creating a course and like. So I had to learn all of that stuff. And you were obviously really great at um, encouraging me to do that. And actually, once you've done it, my God, it's so easy. But <laughs> you know, hindsight's a wonderful thing, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I think that is the main thing as well is that when we get the support we need, um, Mm. the things that we think might be hard aren't Mm. really as hard Mm. when you do have that support Mm. behind you. But I think the one thing I do want to just ask you is what has been the result? So give us a little bit of background. What is the course? How do you run it? And what's the impact been on you, your family, your finances, your business? Oh, it's it's absolutely changed everything for me as a business owner, as you know, for our family financially. You know, so my husband is a accountant slash bookkeeper slash slash virtual virtual CFO. He is the numbers guru, and he's always got me like, this is our these are our targets. You know, our, I want you to earn this much, but like in a loving way. Yeah, our financial goals, which I know you love, having set those and um, making sure you know you've still got to pay the mortgage. That's the end of yes. the day. That's it, right? No one goes into small business to make no money. So um, one of the things that doing the course really, I suppose, highlighted to me is for the first time in five years, sort of halfway through last year after I did the course, is that I could actually work less and earn more. Yes, I'm furiously nodding for those of you who are listening. (laughs) That has been absolutely life-changing for me. Do you know what I mean? And yes, absolutely you're right families some families will always need the one-to-one service because depending on the challenges that they're dealing with but the majority of people can access my knowledge in a generalized way through a course an online course which is what i've created the course is called calm connected kids it's a four-week program it is so easy for families you know one of the challenges that i've had with busy families is time of getting two parents together you know, away from the family home to talk about their challenges. And this program alleviates so much of that for families. They can plug in at home, watch it at home. They can email me questions, you know, all that sort of stuff. And obviously throughout the year, I'm going to run a couple of live rounds, but I've also now got it evergreen sitting on my website. I literally, before I got onto this call with you, I had two phone calls with um, prospective clients and they are both going to do the course evergreen 
Awesome. And and then and I've worked so hard to create the content. It's my all my intellectual property, and it's all sitting there for the taking. So you know, um, like you sort of encouraged me that some people will really, really love the live round, but other people are happy to just go it alone. Yeah. And so that has been another incredible form of income for me. Um, and then I sort of say to people, do the course first, and if in another three to six months you're still having challenges, then by all means, please reach out and come and see me. But for many families, that's enough. Yes. You know, they're looking for the education, they're looking for the support, and they can get that through a course without needing that intensive one-to-one support. Yeah. And I think the other thing that I really love is that, you know, you, your course can have whatever format you want it to have. So mine is like, you know, it's an eight week and you get lifetime access and all the rest of it, but yours is like, it's four weeks. You do live coaching. Um, it, you've got the support, people have got the group, it's really affordable. And then if people mm. want to continue to get access, then they can just pay the monthly membership fee as well. So there's a number of different ways that you've given people the access and, you know, mm. however they learn best. Now I actually went through the course. I've got a eight and a nine year old and it was just really great to learn the strategies, tactics, the way of thinking of how to create mm. a calm, more, you know, a calm home and create more connection with my kids. So I do think that, you know, whether it's live or evergreen, I do think that one of my biggest things for you was anybody around the world should be able mm. to do this course. Mm. And I think that um, the way that you were doing it, even though you did some Zoom, I think that there's such a bigger audience now and an opportunity for you to be working with people in the US, Europe, like Asia, wherever. Because well, when, kids are when kids, the mums, aren't they? Yeah, when the mum signed up from Colorado, I was I like, know. oh, my God, I am now international childhood <laughs> expert. You know, I mean, how amazing. And here I am hustling so hard in Melbourne every week to try and generate income, you know, and one-to-ones, as you said, they're, you know, they're, they're time. You, you schedule it a certain amount. And then I also went through a model of trying to do two sessions in a day and I was so emotionally exhausted because mm. what we've got to do is really emotionally um, charged, you know. It's, it's emotional talking about your kids and your problems and, you know, your challenges, I should say, and all that sort of stuff. So this, that, that weight has also mm. been alleviated off me as a private consultant and I don't feel um, as heavy as what I used to as well, which has been incredible for me as a human being, you know, and I can still give really positively and, and give lots to the one-to-ones as well as people being able to access the information anytime, anywhere. Yeah, so I absolutely love that. The That's absolute so kicker too was that, you know, I've got young children obviously and over the Christmas break my hubby works for himself as well. Financially, we both took six weeks off with our kids. Amazing. And didn't have to worry about, <laughs> you know, because the school holidays typically are very quiet for my business anyway because families are on holidays and we sort of always had to really be thinking about making sure we had money, you know, to cover those months. And after doing, you know, implementing the staff and doing the course, that was probably the first year we've actually been able to just be like, you know what, we got six weeks off, baby, and we don't need to stress about it. And it was really amazing for our family. So, Oh, that's so good, Chrissy. That makes me so happy. Because I think that for me is really like it's that is what... I want BBA to do. That's what my work is as well, where I just, I want you to be working so much smarter so that you've got that mm. time and without the stress and without the hustle. And so it's been 
really incredible to not only go through your course as a parent, but also to watch your business grow. Um, and I love it because you put in one of the groups a little while ago, I've never had so much money coming into my business. Now, whilst we celebrate that, the impact of that is incredible on your family, but also the fact that you can be working with so many more parents to support mm. them to create the type of homes and relationships with their kids that they want. Mm. And I think coming back to your question before, one of the blockers for me was, well, okay, yeah, I've got all this knowledge, but how? How, mm. how do I create a course? How do I, like, I know, I know I'm, I'm an intelligent woman. I'm sure I can work it out. But that was blocking me. That was really stopping me. And I remember my hubby saying to me, you know, well, come on, when are you going to get it done? And I bought the backdrop and, you know, <laughs> I did all that, and, you know, got, got it all. I slowly chipped away at it. And then eventually what I did was I just, picked a date and I put it on social media. I was like, it is launching yes. on October the 18th and I wrote it on my calendar and I was like, right, there is no going back yeah. now. It is coming. And that really also gave me the push to be like, right, you can do this. You know what I mean? And then yeah. once I started recording it, it it's amazing because none. I didn't use a teleprompter or a scripter yeah. and I was even chatting to one of the other BBA ladies at the event that you ran um, a couple of weeks ago and I said, I just recorded the whole thing on my phone. I literally had a tripod, a phone, natural light, and I recorded the whole thing on my phone and uploaded it to the online program. Um, Love it. And I was such a pro by the end that I actually, <laughs> I actually went back and recorded all of Module 1 again because I wasn't happy with it. I was like, no, I can do better than that. Amazing. So, you know, I think sometimes we have this, these blockers that we think, oh, you know, it's that, oh, it's too hard, so you just put it in the too hard basket, you know. But once you actually get into it and be like, well, yeah, actually this is not as hard as what I thought, you know. And then obviously the end result was just phenomenal and the response to the course was just mind-blowing for me too, so. Oh, so good. So yeah. good. Well, and I know Chrissy, you jumped onto Kajabi as well when I did and it's been, it's been so great. It's such an easy platform. I think for me, one of the best things is the app as well. I know that some of my students uh, listen to the audios from the course on their phone through the app as well. So I think that, you know, these days with your phone, the quality of the video, um, the platforms that we've got access to, they're just easier. Mm and allow us to build these amazing courses and share our content no matter where people are in the world as well, which is incredible. And I think, incredible. you know, like you said, Kajabi, the program is so user-friendly to create. You know, if you're used to using MailChimp or, you know, all those sorts of things, it, it sort of aligns really easily with that, doesn't it, in terms yeah. of it's just the recording of the actual content that's the challenging part or the most time-consuming part, yeah. I would say. but. Um, yeah, I've, and I'm sure you have as well, but even people who've been through the course have just said how professional it looks, you know, it's so easy to use and um, all that sort of stuff once you get your head around it. So <clears throat> I know there's a lot of different platforms out there, but I think, you, you know, you pay for quality too. Yeah, absolutely. So good. Well, I will have all of your links as well in the show notes for this episode, Chrissy. So if you are a parent and you want to check out Chrissy, then make sure that you do. But thanks so much for sharing your journey with us today as well. You are so welcome. So that was Chrissy's journey. Uh, and, you know, like I said, we've worked together for a while now and it really is just having the mindset that you can work this out and that what you have to offer and teach is something that you can break down and you can put that online. And I just think that once you do something, I always say 
it's hard until it's easy. And so once you do something, you get used to it, you understand how it works, like things like videos or getting your content online or monetizing. Once you actually have somebody to guide you or you work it out, then you have that knowledge now. So I really want you to start to brainstorm and think about what could you potentially do that could work for your business. Now, we are going to actually go into some of the key things that I think you need to know or some of the key things you can be doing to start to get your business and your content online. But before we do this, I just want to say something here. When you get your content online, I am never going to say that you're going to have a six-figure launch, that all of a sudden you're going to be, it's going to be raining money and there's going to be amazingness everywhere. You know, there are some things that you have to work on before you go live and some things work, some things don't. I've spoken about that before, but I do believe that you can absolutely make this a success if you keep chipping away at it. If you're looking for something that is a quick result, for some people it may work if you've already got a brand and a community and you know that right now the content that you are going to be putting out there is something that your audience needs. And I mean, that could be anything. Obviously, we're seeing art classes go through the roof because of homeschooling. We're seeing any kind of school boxes, education things going through the roof. Uh, Things like people pivoting around Easter baskets or seasonality of what's happening right now. What can they be offering? So, you know, I've seen uh, food or grazing businesses go into Easter boxes, which was really successful. And I just think you've just got to think about what do my audience need right now? What is something that I could provide? But when it comes to creating your online course or content, here are a few things to think about. The first thing is have a really clear outcome. So you need to know what the main outcome is for those who are going to take the course or consume your content. If you don't know what the opportunity is for people, then they won't buy it. If you're not actually naming what the problem is, then they're not going to know that, oh, I'm experiencing that problem and this is for me. If you can't explain it in a sentence, then it's going to be harder to market. So think simply what you want people to get out of this when they consume it. So for me, I have a functional approach and an emotional approach. And what I mean by that is that my messages, for example, when it comes to Brand Builders Academy is create the structure, systems and strategies to scale. So that's the functional. And the emotional is build a bold brand that you love and that works for you. You've got to think about what are the simple things that you can share with people that can really help them to understand what the opportunity is for them functionally and emotionally. Yeah, because you've got to remember that brand is about the emotional connection that you create with people. So I want you to think about that. The other thing is that you don't have to teach everything you know, meaning that you know, whatever course or content you share doesn't need to be the last 5, 10, 20 years of your knowledge or experience kind of put down into three or six modules. Just think about the key thing you want to teach and then start to outline that. So I could teach speaking, I could teach video, I could teach content creation, But for BBA, I'm focused on brand building and business strategy. 
And whilst these topics can definitely help that, I didn't want to give everything, which is why I created Digital Content Creators Club. Yeah, because if I put video and the whole of content strategy and getting your course online, plus everything that we go through in BBA, it would just be too much. And I think you've really got to take a look at potentially breaking down if you have a number of things that you can teach, how you can break those down into smaller chunks so that people can consume them. The other thing I want to say with that is that if you've got multiple things that you can teach and they are smaller then from a cost perspective and what people are able and willing to buy, then they might be able to purchase multiple things from you or they might just be able to purchase the one thing that they need right now. So I also think, you know, BBA is a massive course. I've had it for a number of years. It's basically $2,000. And so that may or may not sell in the current climate, but something that's a lot smaller, that's $299 or $497 or $50, whatever it is, that might be something that people can take and run with right now. And so you want to keep things simple and make sure that people understand what the outcome and opportunity is for them, as well as the fact that this is something that I can consume pretty much in an hour or two and learn what I need to learn right now. The next thing which follows on from what we just talked about is to work out how you can give people a map to success or for success with what it is that you teach. So really taking a look at creating a clear topic, clear lessons and clear outcomes. And I think sometimes people get a bit stuck with this. So it's really about just keeping it simple and taking people from A to B or from A to Z. It's like, what is the problem that you're solving? What is the solution or outcome that they will get? And then what are all of the steps in between? So you might have four steps, you might have eight steps, you might have 10 steps. It's totally up to you. But if you kept it simple, what are the key things that they need to learn, understand and know in order to go from problem to solution? Yes. So think about how you can maybe structure your course in a way that is simple, but deep where you can. So for example, my content strategy sorted online course is smaller. It could be done in an hour or two and it helps people to understand how to structure their content marketing. So I originally ran that as a sold out workshop several times. Uh, and then I created that online course from an from a live workshop. So I think that's the other thing. We've got all this content in our business. It could be blog posts. It could be live workshops. It could be podcast episodes. Anything where you have created content that gives a step-by-step outcome or overview for somebody, you could potentially put into a course. Yeah, or you could put into a video or anything that you want to potentially monetize. So think about what you have. This is not always about creating something new. Obviously, you've got a lot of knowledge in the industry that you're in, in what you do. And think about, well, how can I teach that really quickly, simply and easily? So for example, Content Strategy Sorted was like a mini course and then I had Video Marketing Made Easy, which was a live workshop that I then turned into what I think is a mini course. 
And so when COVID hit and people kept asking me how to get their content online and how to create content, how to map it out, how to use video, like how would they monetize it? I was getting all of these questions. You should have seen my instant DMs. They were crazy. And I thought, you know something, I could easily take content I've already got and that I've had great feedback on and that I know people love. So content strategy sorted, video marketing made easy. And then I just added how to monetize and create your online content. Uh, And I put them all together into Digital Content Creators Club. And so that is now a new product, but it's speaking to the market right now for what they need. I'm helping the clients that I already have and the community that I have. And I've priced it at something that I think is really inexpensive, especially for everything that you get in it, which is $2.99. Like normally that would be like $4.99. Uh, but right now I'm like, you know something, I think that that is a reasonable price uh, for people in the current climate. Plus I think it's really important. This is another thing and we're going to talk about pricing in just a second. I actually think that it's important to charge for what you have. And the reason that I think that is that one, you need to keep your business going and you have still got costs. And I'm sure you've got a family to support and all the rest of it. But also I've signed up for things that have been free and I have not done them. When I pay for something, I do it. When I pay for something, it means that I'm investing my money and my time and my energy. Like I know that I want it. I'm going to buy it. We're going to do it. So I think that's the other thing. Giving everything away for free right now is not a good business decision. Just going to say it like that. Okay, so the next thing we're going to talk about is pricing. And at the end of the day, like how long is a piece of string? You've got to take a look at where you're positioning your brand. Like are you high end? Are you low end? Are you somewhere in the middle? You've also got to take a look at how much content is delivered in the course and what other things you are providing in that as well. So I'll give you an example. BBA, Brand Builders Academy is 1997 Aussie dollars, uh, you know, which a lot of my students have said is cheap for what they actually get in the course and the impact that it's had on their business financially, which is awesome. But I kind of think that I'm happy at that price point. The majority of some of the big US courses are around about 2000 uh, US, uh, which is around 3000 Aussie. So I think it's just commercially, I know what the cost is of these types of courses in the market. Uh, You've also got to think about where you're selling. So if you're selling internationally, you might want to sell in US dollars. If you're selling in Australia, which is where I am, I do sell in Aussie dollars right now. That may change in the future. We'll just have to see what happens in the market. But you obviously have to just be aware of the Aussie dollar value as well with the US dollar. But for my smaller courses, I could be charging anything from $45.95 through to $365, whatever it is. So I think you've just got to think about what is it that I'm providing? What do I feel is a commercial value for this course? And I think just knowing what's out there uh, and what people are charging, I think is always good to know as well. Uh, And then I also think that it's really looking at what you're providing. So for example, BBA is almost two grand, but it's a lot of live coaching. There's a lot of additional support. I have paid coaches in the course too. Then we also have prizes and things like that. So when you're pricing your course, you've really got to take a look at what's the value of the content commercially, 
when I look into the look at the market uh, and what's available. What else am I providing, which might take time from me to do? So live coaching calls, things like that. What additional costs am I carrying, which might be gifts, other people coming into the course and helping? whatever else you might have that are, that is a cost to the business. So I think that you need to cost things out, yeah, and make sure that when you take a look at the profit margin of a single purchase, do you feel happy with that? Do you feel like that is a good commercial decision for you? Yeah, and do you feel like you're valuing what you're putting out there as well? So I think that that's important to really understand when it comes to pricing. I can't give you a figure for what your online content should be. I think that that's something you're going to have to decide based on where you position your brand, how much content is available, what that content is valued at commercially and what you're giving additionally as well. The fourth thing that I'm just going to be sharing with you is around marketing your course. So before we dive into this, there are a few other podcast episodes that you definitely need to listen to if you are wanting to go deeper into this. The first one is episode 90, which is creating a killer launch plan with Leanne Woff from Audacious Empires. She also has um, a freebie on that particular episode. Episode 91 is the anatomy of high converting sales pages with Gigi and then episode 84, which was breaking all the rules to find success, which is how I talked about all the rules that I had followed and then what I did to actually 10x my income when it came to my online courses. So I think that this is one of the most important things that I want to talk about is that when it comes to creating online content and selling it, number one, Hopefully you have a brand that people are engaged with, connected to, and want to buy from. The second thing is hopefully you've built a community of people that want to support you. And then the next thing is that I really want you to understand that there is no point creating something if you're not willing to market it. Yeah, because people aren't going to know about it. People aren't going to know about what you created, how much it is, what the problem is that you solve, what the opportunity is for them. So really making sure that you are committed to the marketing process is going to be really important if you want to sell this in a short period of time. Now, a couple of things with that is that whenever I am creating something, I'm always story selling. And if you listened to episode 101, which was storytelling and story selling, which was a chapter from Play Big Brand Bold, you'll know what I'm talking about. But before I launch anything, I always go into story selling mode, which basically means that I let people know that it's coming, how I'm feeling about it, where it's at, what problem it solves, why I'm excited about it, all of these things, yeah, so that my audience can start to get used to the fact that there is this thing coming. Does it solve a problem I have? Am I interested in it? Could this help me? Also, I have amazing clients who are like, what's next, Suze? What else can I buy from you? And so this also gives them a chance to get ready if it's something that they want, that they're going to jump in and grab it as well. So I want you to really think about your story selling approach when it comes to your marketing. And then also think about how you're front loading the marketing that you'll do after your launch. Because the worst thing that you can do is leave it up to how you're feeling. And what I mean by that is sometimes we're like, 
oh, I'll market it when I'm in it. And then we're like, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want people to think I'm salesy. I don't want to, like, I don't want to do the work around it. And so you're really leaving it up to how you're feeling emotionally. Whereas if you front load it and get everything ready and then you schedule it, then it's going out without really you thinking about how you feel about marketing this or not. So that's really important as well. So those are just a couple of things that I wanted to share with you today. I'm conscious that I don't want to make this a mega, mega long episode. Uh, And so those are some things just to think about is, you know, why now is a great time to be getting online, whether we're in a, you know, pandemic or not. I just think that getting online and diversifying your income is an important thing to do. And then making sure you've got a really clear outcome and that you're speaking to the functional as well as the emotional outcome for your customers, giving people a map to success. So really mapping it out in a great way that they understand that is consumable, that is easy. Number three is pricing your course accordingly in a commercial way. I still love it and I'll put it in the show notes. Tara McMullen wrote an article a long time ago now that stop charging your worth and it's really about getting commercial about how you price your products and services. And the fourth thing is really around marketing. So making sure that you're really clear on how you're going to market what you have so that you don't create something and then it sits and gathers dust, I guess is my main point on that. So those are just some things that I wanted to share with you today. If you've got any questions and make sure you hit me up on Instagram at Suze Chadwick. I would love to answer any questions that you've got. But what you can do is also go to the show notes, which is suzechadwick.com forward slash which is pod 103, and you can go and get the checklist, which is 10 steps to monetize your online content quickly. So there's going to be a lot more detail. It's going to be in a checklist form. So make sure that you go and you grab that and download it so that you can get your content online quickly. And the second thing that I have for you is that if you head over to the show notes as well, then you can check out 30 days free with Kajabi, which is the platform that I use. If you are looking to either do multiple courses or do a larger course, then I would highly recommend Kajabi. I think it's awesome. Uh, It's desktop as well as app. And I've just found it a really great system to use. So if you want to check it out, then head over to the show notes and you can also grab that link where you can try Kajabi for free for 30 days. Well, I hope that that was helpful and I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you do have any questions, let me know, but that is it for another week. You can follow me on all socials at Suze Chadwick, but thanks so much for listening. And if you enjoyed this episode, then I would love you to leave a review so that others can find the podcast and come and hang out with us. The music to this podcast was created by Declan DP on SoundCloud. Until next time, have an awesome week and make sure you keep playing big and branding bold. Oh,